Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to War of the Bay. My name's Kyle. My name is Nick. And joining us today, uh, formerly of, uh, who gives a fuck, man? Uh, he's a, he's a, <laughs> a really good goddamn writer. Uh, I, he's been on the podcast once before. I first heard of his name when he was, I think he was like 14, and he fucking wrote an article for, for the Bucks and then posted it on Reddit. And, and some the first comment was like, holy shit, this dude's 14? Yeah, dude's 14. Uh, but uh, he's no longer 14. He's a grown-ass man now. His name is Kyle Barber. He's joining us on the podcast. Kyle, welcome, sir. Hey, thank you for the warm introduction. You're right. I am a grown-ass man. I finally hit the uh, finally hit the 18 mark. My balls dropped. And, uh... <laughs> You're a grown-ass man. <laughs> it took a while. Yeah. Oh, I boy. Say, Kyle, that was a hell of an introduction. Oh, boy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh yeah. No, Kyle, who were you, uh, who were you, is it like, this is probably still a sore subject for you, right? But like, who were you writing for? Uh, it's not a big deal. Uh, I was writing for uh, BullsFlyTheBay.com. Fuck them. <laughs> Fucking rag that. article. I wiped my ass with Bolts by the Bay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm my articles, you're wiping your ass. With. I, mean, <laughs> I was just about to say, is it, is, is there, is it well, recently that was him. Unless you fired yourself, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely uh, when that happened. It was definitely uh, it was definitely shocking when it happened. But I was like, I, I just accepted. it. I was like, I guess they don't appreciate what I bring to the site. So that was like just, that was this week, like literally this week, right? Did yeah, it-, it happened. I think it was three days ago. Oh, I was sitting. In, I was sitting in my uh, sitting in one of my classes, and I go to my go on my phone and see if I have an email from a. Uh, my other editor see if there's any other stories that go up i see one from my vp and i actually have it for you if you want to yes yes please let's go let's see right. if you don't mind that'd, that'd all, right. Be... all right here we go kyle i need to reach out to you this morning with regards of your co-editor role at bolts by the bay our sites thrive on daily content efforts aimed at building a vibrant community around the site goals that we've developed and put into practice over many years successfully grow our sites unfortunately your production of late hasn't matched up to that expectations bullshit um we always have to consider what is best for our sites and at this time we feel a change is necessary as a result we are terminating your contract as a co-editor on the site effective immediately wow we are we are open to you remaining on the site as a staff member is that something you have interest in if so please let i'll leave, leave this name blank no if not we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors sincerely name blank i'm not gonna I won't call him 
President uh, Clinton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was like, okay. Um and I go check the views on the site and I said, okay. So because I don't we have a minimum we have to put on the site every week as a as an editor and <laughs> four articles four articles a week. I'm like, it doesn't sound like much, but I mean, you can easily that's put a, up a that's free a shit ton. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, when you pr- putting up two, free, let's just say there's three games in a week. If you put up previews and uh, recaps, then you're done. But what does that give you? Two views? Like seriously? So yeah. you have me, and I mean, before while uh, we had the technical issues going on, I showed Nick what uh, what I was working on, and uh, I'm in I, in my free time. I'm scouting prospects. I'm I'm spending my own time on these, and my articles are. I had an article that was fifty thousand words long. And man, fuck that website. Go to the Lightning. Maybe they need an, an extra eyes, uh, a pair nah, of eyes on nah. scouts. Listen, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say fuck that website because you know it's it's creative differences. Look, they weren't. No, I just meant more along lines of employment. Oh, I mean no. I I mean I, I was kind of like shocking to see that happen. But there's definitely not no love lost. The lady that I worked with on the site, she was great. Her name yeah. was Tosh, and she was great. She definitely helped me as a writer. I more than i'm in debt to her with everything she's done but and that site gave me gave me a push on nobody was reading my stuff before and it got up to thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands so it was it's not like it didn't help me at all it's just sour ending okay were they paying you for that for if you mind me ask they were okay so and you're you're what you're 20 I'm 18. You're 18, and they were you. Yeah. Were, you were getting paid by a website to write uh, articles. Like, dude, you're way ahead of of you're most ahead of writers. You're, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be just funny. fine. <laughs> I actually joined as a like a, just a freelancer writer and just do one article a week. And about two months, they asked me to become an editor. I was like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. If you if you if you have the passion and the fire inside of you. Then Nick and I will be able to say, "Well, we knew him when." Like he used to do our little podcast that we did when we were fucking reaching our late twenties. Yeah. There's no, I mean, there's now. no, no doubt. This is writing and scouting. That's why I love. I want. I've had the same career aspirations of being a GM since I was five years old. So right. there's nothing I, uh, nothing I want. And I appreciate. I mean, every time I post an article, it seems like I don't know about if you if you read them a lot, Nick. But I know Kyle's always reading and always giving me feedback on it. So I appreciate that. Oh, I read them. Definitely. Very, very. You're. I was actually sad to hear that you were no longer going to be reporting for uh, that website, but I'm actually happy to have you on the show talking to you in person. So, hey, look, you know. getting fired is uh, a bad thing at first, but at, at the end of the day, it's always a good thing. Like the guy that we had on the podcast two weeks ago, uh, Justin Pulowski, he'll tell you that getting oh, fired, was, yeah, getting fired was the best thing that happened to him. Love Justin. Yeah. And he's he great. Yeah, he, he's great at what he does. Yes, he's he, great. He said the the best thing that have, um the best thing that happened to him was getting fired. So I'm a free agent, guys. New beginnings. A, there new you beginnings. go. That's the good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, free agent. Every everything is every, it's, now it's back to baseline, and you can get you know you can do something that you really want to do. I don't know. Well, speaking of baseline and a, um, free agents, speaking of free base and crack cocaine, let me tell you about my <laughs> weekend. <laughs> All right, what? <laughs> All right. Wait, what, wait, what were we going to talk about? I Nick? was trying to steer it towards baseball, but, you know, crack cocaine. I don't know, baseball, you know, those lines look like Coke, you know. Just, we made yeah, that well, joke once. I was about to say, if you listen to this show, we've made that joke before. <laughs> we, we've, we've picked that low-hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, let's get into that. Uh, so for those that are Rays fans today and aren't living under a rock, Jake McGee was traded to the Colorado Rockies for um, for Mr. What's, what the fuck is his first name? Something Dickerson? Eric Dickerson? Was it? No. No, it, no, it can't be. No, I thought my first <laughs> thought was Eric, Eric Dickerson. Dickerson. Holy awesome. shit! <laughs> Rams uh, legend Eric Dickerson traded to the Rays in a blockbuster move. Corey Dickerson. Corey Dickerson. There it is. Anthony strike twice TB in the mixer chat with the fucking assist here. Corey Corey Dickerson. Of course, like an idiot, I only write down the last name on my fucking notepad. Yeah, Dickerson. <laughs> yeah, Dickerson. Oh, I know who he is. So, uh, McGee, who... So, basically, we're trading the back end of our bullpen for a bat. And uh, I, yes. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Kyle, do we do we lose I mean, I don't know. I mean, you had you had McGee who's our best. Would you say he was our best reliever last year? Uh, no, I'd say well, uh, he was one B. Uh, no, I'd say a. he was. Uh, yeah, I'd say he's one A. I'd say he was our best yeah, reliever last year. I, uh, Box was one B. It's, in terms of consistency, everybody you know, like everybody was like so yeah, excited over Boxberger. Hard to be consistent when it's your first year at being given a chance, though. With Box, yeah. Plus, he was hurt the beginning of the year too. That's true. true. He was good. He was good uh, towards the end of the season last year, and he—I don't know—he was the guy that you put in, to, and you kind of trusted to, that that he would, you know, he'd go in there and he'd get you the save or he'd at least get you the hold. But I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about this. At the same time, at the same time, uh, let me just read down the uh, stats from Mr. Dickerson here, uh, Corey Dickerson. Uh, last year, his, his batting average was. Uh, 304, uh, on base percentage of 333, and a slugging percentage of a uh, 536. That is nothing at all to scoff at. A 300. How many games is that over? That's that's last season. I think he was he was injured last season for a yeah, few. Yeah, that's games. like 65 games for him. I think. Yeah. Is that just at home, or is that that's his total? that's his total stats? Now his his home away splits. So at home at, in Colorado with the humidor and everything, uh, you're talking 355. Uh, uh, batting average with a uh, 410 on base percentage and a 675 uh, um, slugging, right? But but his away stats, which is fucking crazy. This I've like this this, this split is nuts. Uh, 249 uh, uh, batting average away with a 286 on base percentage uh, away and a 410. So like. He likes it's hitting like, in low oxygen. Yeah, it's like cut in half. I, like, I wonder if, if like that humidor thing has anything to do with it. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what they all say. That's why whenever you talk about getting a hitter from Colorado, you have to think about, oh, how much that production was actually in Colorado. Like, Tula Whiskey is, was – his splits were almost exactly the same wherever he hit, so that was no problem. But you have players like Cargo and whoever else on that team that you take from that – you put them in a new ballpark, what's going to happen? You hear, you hear that all the time in free agency. You hear going from one one ballpark to another. How many home runs is that going to take off? How many RBIs? How many, right. What's the average going to be? And you know what? I well, me and uh, me and Nick were going over his stats earlier, and we were like, "Huh, he fits just with the Rays too. He uh, he strikes out a lot too." Yeah, he's, it's, it's a raise. He's a raise hitter. Yeah, I, I did, did he, does he steal bases? I didn't. I didn't. You know, before before I had to restart my computer, I had his stats pulled up, and I don't have them now. But um, no. that's that sounds about right. But at the same time, uh, Colorado, the the. Uh, What's the, what's the field name there? Is it Rockies Field or Coors? Coors, Coors, Coors Field. Coors. Coors Field is definitely a pitcher's ballpark, and so is Tropicana Field. So that that's the kind of ballpark that he thrived in. 
I yeah. wouldn't. I don't know. I'd say Coors is more of a hitter's ballpark. No, oh, yeah, no. No, no, are you serious? No, yeah, no, it, no, no doubt. You see, you see, every time you, you uh, there's a Rockies game at Coors Field, you gotta take the over. What? Yeah. All right, so, are you guys right, crazy? So they have the, they I'm have a, that I'm huge fucking outfield. They have. The, I'm gonna make a comparison for you. But the air's okay? thinner. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make a comparison for you. Okay, so a ball that is hit to the wall in the trop, right? All right, to the warning track, the edge of the warning track is 10 rows back at Coors. I don't know, man. I don't know. They have, they've, they've, I, I've heard before that it's a pitcher's ballpark and they fucking, the, 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 are you sure you're not thinking, uh, well, look at the, look at the, like, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Look at the foul territory behind it and look at the, uh, look at the size of that outfield. It's huge. It's huge. I was going to say, are you thinking about Oakland? Because that's the part. (laughs) No, I'm not thinking about Rays fans talking about Coors field. Look, I could, I could swear. I could swear the last time that we were at, that we were at Coors, that the thing that they talked about the most was how it was a pitcher's ballpark and how much real estate was out there in the the outfield. Really? Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, Ever. the animal might as well be Mars to me. Then. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. Kyle, Kyle, don't feel bad. I only took your, they only took uh, Anthony's cue off of the uh, chat to say that it's a hitter's ballpark. But you know, everybody, everybody, so everybody's against me. They're saying it's a hitter's park. Yeah, it's a hitter's park. Fuck it's you guys. Park. Fuck all you guys. <laughs> you guys don't know shit about the NL. Look, I've been a baseball <laughs> fan since two thousand eight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got, I'm wrong. Well, I guess I'm wrong. I I had always assumed it was a it was a pitcher's park, but maybe I guess I'm wrong. No, so, that's the definitely the best hitting park in the league. Well, bad trade. We just gave up a left-handed uh, pitcher that can throw 98 miles an hour consistently for a fucking dude who who hit well in, in a pitch uh, a hitter's park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's put him in a pitcher's park with some catwalks and see what happens. All right, not gonna give up on him that quickly. He plays. Now he plays good defense, so we're probably gonna plug him in the left field. Play he'd be our everyday left fielder. He's gonna give give us good defense. He's gonna he's probably gonna hit probably fifth in the order. But the I thing is, guess. how many fucking outfielders do we need? There's, there's, we I have so many. I, I just got an update that we're finalizing a, uh, a the one year deal with Pierce right now. So yeah, so that's Marquez took the. Uh, so now we have thirty nine on the forty man. So Pierce will be that fortieth guy. That's Boom. it. When you look at that lineup, though, it doesn't seem too bad. I think I think uh, too bad for a minor league team, maybe. No, 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 no. no. Come on, uh, one of one of my good 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 Rays guy that I follow, Carlos. Uh, oh yeah, he, he tweeted out the uh, the potential uh, the lineup, and it looked good. I was. Uh, yeah, he texted to me, and I, I, I even uh, I asked him. I was like, "What do you think about the Dickerson trade?" He's like, "I'm cautiously optimistic." I was like, okay. So, so coming that from, coming from him, that's good. And I thought about Ian Desmond too, because I know we've been in the market for him. And is it worth giving up the 13th overall pick for a guy that hit 16 homers, 58 RBIs, but hit like 230 last year? Yeah. I, so he'll 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 take he'll take that. He's been wanting a max contract for a while. He's who? Never been Steve Pierce. Ian Desmond. No. Oh, Ian, Ian Desmond. Desmond. Oh yeah, because yeah, we've been going after so, him hard. Yeah, so imagine because we already have Forsyth at second, and he's been solid. But adding a guy like Desmond, giving up that thirteenth overall pick, and then moving Brad Miller to shortstop, that could give us a nice power boost in the lineup. So imagine middle of the order, you got you got Keir leading off, and you got uh, you can put Dickerson at two, you can put Forsyth at two, you can put whoever you want at two. You got Longo, Dickerson, uh, Desmond, or Ian Desmond, 
And then you have uh, whoever you want to plug at the six, you can put Souza there. And there you, I, oh, got, yeah, you got some yeah. nice power in the middle of the lineup. So like this is this is the lineup that he tweeted out today. And then when he, when he put it together, I was like, yeah, you know what? Those the, like those two moves make a lot of a whole lot of sense, and it makes me confident in the Rays next year to at least be competitive. So he, he like this is just you know this is just what he tweeted out, and it's 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 uh, a lineup that we could potentially see. So uh, number one, Kiermaier at center field. Uh, number two, uh, Dickerson at left field. Number three, Longoria at third base. Number four, Desmond at short. Uh, yeah, Desmond at shortstop. Uh, number uh, five, Pierce at DH. Number six, Souza in right field. Uh, number seven, Forsyth at second base. Number eight, Loney at first base. And number nine, Casilli at catcher. You know who's not in those that lineup? Is uh, uh, Renee Ma- or Renee? Uh, um, no, I'm not talking about Rivera. that. Trash. I'm talking about <laughs> because we resigned him, so you know he's going to be starting over Sally. I'm, I'm not talking that trash. No, we have Hank Conger. So are you, take, are you talking? Are you talking Richie Schaefer? No, he's going to start the year in AAA. I'm talking Logan Morrison too. Uh, that's true. Logan, Logan Morrison, Morrison really Brad fucking Miller. impressed me last year, especially towards like the end of the season. I like yeah. Logan Morrison. Yeah, I'm still in hockey mode though. I gotta, it's yeah. like this. This was like <laughs> yeah. so unexpected for me. I was. Like, I'm. I'm very impressed with both of you. <laughs> just I'm, pulling, just, I'm just pulling stuff out of my ass. I remember the bits and pieces. Yeah. To be honest, it's like it's now that the trades are happening, like shit's going on, and and they just they just they just came out. Nick, they just came out with the uh, spring training uniforms. Did you see that? I did, and ours looked dumb. Yeah, it looked dumb. I don't like the starburst. Dumb. Nope. I like, oh, I like, we have the starburst on it. Yeah, I like uh, the, you know uh, uh, Chicago White Sox. Theirs look fucking awesome. Have you seen them? No, I have to go look at those. Yeah, I'm they're like the old. They're like the old, like uh, late '80s, early '90s, where the, the 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 White Sox uniform that Michael Jordan wore in Space Jam. Holy shit! Those are awesome. Wait, hold on. Go look at them right now. They're pretty neat. They're what did you awesome. Google? 2016. And the and the White Royals Sox. got like a throwback uh, White old KC looking thing. It's it's. I, I feel like everybody's going back to a retro look. Like the Except Dodgers the and the big <laughs> cursive D. Yeah. <laughs> so we tried something different and it utterly failed. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I like the whole the whole Florida patch on the on the. Uh... Yeah, that's cool. That was pretty cool. Um, I just I don't know. Oh damn, those are awesome, aren't they? Fuck you, White Sox, and your awesome spring training uniforms. I like they're that. Still the, mad, the they're socks. still mad at us from 2008. Yeah, they are. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Cactus League. Cactus League is where it's at. They got all. They got all Fuck the cool. The Cactus League. <laughs> although, although that hat looks dumb. Why don't you? Why not? Eh. Like okay, so so for those that are are, are listening at home, uh, this is obviously visual. So uh, if you remember Space Jam with with Michael Jordan when he was playing down in the uh, the minors, they had the yeah, uh, it was the uh, it was the minor the White Sox a uh, minor league team. Basically, the breast patch or, or the patch that's on the uh, the left side of the uh, the chest is uh, a, a a batter or a hitter, uh, and on the bottom it just says socks. So the hat is just the hitter sitting on the hat, which I think is a mistake. Why didn't they just put socks on the hat? Sox. That would have been awesome. Instead, they, instead they put the, uh, the the hitter on there. I don't I don't get it. Because that was the that's the the old school White Sox logo. That's like I don't know. I think that was a mistake. I think you put socks on that. Like if you like, could you imagine if they had uh, rays like a, like a hat like a blue hat and it said rays on the top like that? I'd, I'd buy that. I think that's that's pretty cool. I just like it because it's different. They remixed it, which always gets a thumbs up in my book. 
Remixed. Remixed. Thumbs up. Nick approves. Spring <laughs> training. Here we go. How long before pitchers and catchers report? Not soon 21 enough. 21 days. 21, 21 days? That's Shit. crazy. Because I remember I saw um, MLB tweet uh, Deuce Deuce for uh, spring training. I was like, son of a Dude. bitch. Yeah. And that reminded that remind me of two things. One, Sousa strikes out too much. I don't know why it reminded me of that. He strikes out way too much. He's a fucking. Two, a when are we going to get this Archer extension done? I thought, we, I thought we had it. Or, 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 I thought we had it, though. Or do we already, do we already have it done? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah, that, yeah. That, that happened. Again, uh, I'm in hockey mode. I'm, 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 I'm so focused on these on this offseason for the Lightning. Like, you have, you have no idea. I have this whole court yeah, court yeah, yeah. full of notes and what I think is going to happen. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, but, that's fine. Well, no, that's that's completely fair because I'm, I'm, I'm post-football pre-hockey or, or not post-football pre-hockey, but I'm post-football hockey mode and baseball is kind of an afterthought at this point. Like, but 20, 21 days or 22 days, I'm at the point where, fuck, I'm going to start saving money because i got to buy my tickets. i got to put money down for those tickets soon. <laughs> it happens every year. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, by the way, Jesse's not doing uh, season tickets this year. I'm doing, I'm still doing them. Don't care. I'm going to, yeah. I'm, she's probably going to do like a 10 game pack. Nah, I'm doing my, I'm doing my 20 games. Got to get them. Got to get them in. Eh. It's just literally, it's this fun. is the one team that's making the Bucks look like they're forward moving and prog- progressive. Yeah. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think uh, and is, there's literally nothing new, nothing fancy, nothing to draw you in. Okay, look at you. There guys. are more people at the Storm games than at the Rays games. Yeah, which is fucking sad. Hey, yeah. Hey, those hey, tickets hey, are given away. You ever been away. to a Storm game? You ever been to a Storm game? They're yes, fun. I have. They're fun. <laughs> I mean, it's not baseball. There's, it's not the same atmosphere. When I walk into Tropicana Field and I walk up, up, or up the stairs or down the stairs, wherever the hell I'm sitting. There's no, there's no other feeling in the world than being in a baseball stadium. Yes, that's the, that's Ever. exactly it. Ever. I don't care how many people are there. I don't care what what night it is. You walk and you see that field and it's baseball and you're like, fuck you're just yeah. Years. Like, I only, I only got to go to like four games last year, and every time I walked, I got a different seat every time. Yep. And I don't care yeah. if I was in the bleeds. Yep. <laughs> I was in the bleeds three of the games, and I was on both sides. I was like. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy this game. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I love. I have season tickets to the Lightning, fourth row, and I have season tickets to the Bucks again. The bleeds, but hey, it's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and if I taught my dad already told me if if the Bucks Bucks if the Rays move to Tampa, we're getting season tickets, no doubt. Oh, that'd be that. Oh yeah, that sucks for me. We'd have to get them a few years in advance so we can have first priority for the new stadium. Yeah, I hope I, I. Well, I'd probably have first priority, so I don't know. I might. If they move to Tampa, I'd 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 probably try to do the the twenty games for the the first season that they're over there. I would just get season tickets for the first season so I could sell them and make a profit. But Nick, man, yeah. you get you gotta you gotta convince your wife not to do that. No, F- fuck that. I want a bike. We're gonna lose the fucking team, man. We're gonna lose. <laughs> like we're in danger of losing the team because people don't go to the fucking game, and now she's not going to the game. Well, technically, that's a problem. That's a fucking problem. That is that is a real fucking problem. That that kind of apathy, that level of apathy. I think Jonathan said it before on the podcast that he's like he doesn't feel like the same magic. Like it's something like you're still a fan of the team. It's still your fucking team. You chose to support this team. Don't just jump off when they're not doing that well. Oh, it doesn't feel the off. Oh, it doesn't funny. feel the fucking same. Bullshit. Come on. Support the team. Support the team. Expensive. Support it's 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 fucking expensive. Take the money that she's saving not getting cable and put it in the fucking season tickets and there you go. <laughs> Support the fucking team, man. I bought merchandise. 
Well, I mean, no, I mean, go there. You gotta go to the games. Of, yeah, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, gotta Anthony's be at the games. Like, Kyle, smash. Gotta be at the games. <laughs> I love Anthony. I can't. I can't. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Oh. I need. I need you guys. I need everybody at the games because I can't. I can't. I, I need. That's I can't lose this team. Can't lose this team. Not gonna lose this team. Not on my fucking watch. Not if I have anything to say with it. They're gonna. They're gonna drag me kicking and screaming from that let's stadium. Write a, let's write a letter to Vinick, buddy. Let's do it. That, that's why Vinick gives no fucks. That's why I live the... two blocks from the stadium so I can keep my eye on it in case they fucking try to leave in the middle of the night. I'm like, ah! <laughs> not, not tonight. This isn't Baltimore, man. <laughs> not tonight. I see what you're trying to do. Get, get back, get, 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 get back in the stadium. Take my fucking baseball team. I'll be <laughs> goddamned. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Jesse, if Jesse, if you're listening, I'm just giving you a bunch of shit. You can cancel. Uh, I totally understand. Is, uh, where's the uh what else for baseball you, you in your little list? That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. 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 I don't see uh I don't see anything else going on in baseball that makes me I mean the hats thing was I wanted to bring up, but you already did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I was I was gonna I was gonna send that to you because like you're always on your Of course. Uniform. I'm the you're, I'm the jersey guy. Your uniform watch. <laughs> like you are the word of the uniform watch. <laughs> I love yeah. uniform watch. Yeah. Seriously, so. I get excited when new patches come out. Yeah. So I just want to bring that up. Um, let's see. Let's 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 uh, let's save the active team for last. What do you say? You want to do? Ah, I like that. You idea. want to do that? You want to do that? Yes. Bury the lead a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about the Bucks real quick. What could we can? Couple of them. Couple of them got added to the uh, Pro Bowl. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Extra. How, don't know how I feel about that. What do you mean? Don't you know? Don't know how you feel about that? It's an honor. It's a huge honor, especially for uh, a rookie. No, it's it's you're just like it's just a. Uh, it's a next man up situation. Like Tom Brady can't make it. Well, who else we get? Well, James had a okay season. <laughs> yeah, but hey, James can't be doing some curtain. I just, I just think yeah, it's exactly. You're dead straight. They're like, so uh, how is it down in Tibbs? Oh, it's great, man. It's great. <sighs> yeah, that's you know, I never thought about it like that. You're right. Be like, hey, hey, psst. hey, hey, hey. Do, do you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the, I'll do the dab too. <laughs> I can do it. Like, Sweet. Like, I'm the only one that can do it. No, he's gonna he's gonna say, "Hey, you're a Pro Bowl lineman, right? Right? Hey, we need you. Hey, didn't look at Mankins make it to the Pro Bowl? Yeah, he right. did. He did. Never mind. Never mind. I was gonna say Pro he's, Bowl, but he's contemplating. Right. He's contemplating retirement. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Before we get into that, final game's gonna be the Pro Bowl. Good. Fuck him. Get out of here. Trash. What, right, what, no, is, what, what is what is what why 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 is the dab got to be everywhere? I was watching Fox News the other day and they were reporting on the blizzard and like two people run up behind like the reporter and fucking dab. And I'm like, God damn it! What is what is what's going on with our generation? Not even my right, generation. So like, maybe I'm you, out of the loop. But what's dab? You goddamn kids! What? Yeah, I'm out of the loop. I don't have cable. What's dab? All right, all right, Nick. Have you all watched right. any Panthers game this year? Uh, the Lightning one. No, have you watched? But like the the pan <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. You've watched, oh. Like, you, oh my! You watched the NFC Championship, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, so when so when Caroline or so when Cam Newton uh, puts his hand up like he's sneezing into his hand. Oh, that thing's called that. Into his arm. That's a dab. That's dabbing. Oh God! Damn. You, I wish I didn't when you know dab. that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still in high school, so imagine that. Oh man! Is it like okay? Oh shit, Kyle. Okay, come on. Is it? So is that like everywhere in high school? Do people just do that? Oh my god! You see it everywhere. Like they try to, they turn to, they try to whip, and they try to nanny, and they dab into it. It just makes sense. Are it you speaking stuff. English still? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Like in what context? You said nanny. Like, yeah, you, you, my high school is a. No, 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 no. I'm, like this, I'm generally interested in this. Like, so like in what context does like one dab in high school? 
All right, so they're like they're like they all right. So they have these songs. It's like uh, dab it up, dab it up, hey. And every time they like every time the beat drops, they hit the they, hit, they dab. They dab, like, yeah. It's like dab it up, dab it up, dab. It's like and it, I don't know. It's, I just walk through the hallways and they're like like dab. I'm like, what the? So fuck? people just yeah okay. So like I'm trying to like I'm trying to relate it to something in my from my days in high school, but I really can't. Like maybe like we had to the windows to the walls. Like that was ski, a, ski. to the windows to the walls. Well, Kyle, see, now you're just dating yourself. No, I'm, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that was that was my senior year in high school. Every hey, yeah, well, Anthony Anthony strike twice. TB. He's like Kyle is still doing the Charleston. Hey hey, what do you say? Let's do the Charleston. <laughs> what year did you graduate? 2005. Oh my god, I'm Nick. graduating. That's that's 11 years. Yeah, you were a baby. You're a baby. You were, I was. I, I wasn't writing yet. You were a tiny baby. I wasn't writing. I could have yet. held you oh, in my no arms. <laughs> You're like, look at that cute little baby. Anthony, shut up. You're old too. <laughs> yeah, Anthony's God, you're so full. Fuck you, Anthony. You're gonna be there. Yeah, I remember two years ago when I, me and Anthony were actually like, talking. He was just going off to college. I was like, dang, I'm 15 years old, and everybody's older than me. Now I'm 18. I feel grown. And I see Anthony. And I'm like, Shit. trust me, dude. At 18, you're like, dude, we're not, we're not grown to 28, 29. Look, we're gonna. Yeah, you're right. We're gonna take Anthony. Hey, Kyle, we're gonna, you're 30. I'm 29, motherfucker. You <laughs> get that right. Get that right. <laughs> <laughs> how do, how, where, 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 how? How are we here? What just happened? Um, you start talking about. Uh, I asked what a um, dap was. Oh, dude. I, bl- I blame myself. I blame then, we myself. Went, then we went to high school. And See, then we jumped back on the when way back. When you're 29, like me, I'm going to I'm going to Gasparilla this this Saturday. I'm gonna fucking do. Oh, that. you can order a beer from Jesse. She's gonna be working it. Good. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna bring my own beer, and then I'm gonna do some things that you eat, and then. <laughs> and, then exp- and then experience another planet. Other things. Other things. Oh my God, where am I right now? Is this Gasparilla or is it space? I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Ooh. So, so that can't be all the Bucks talk we had. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about the Bucks. <laughs> like speaking of which, speaking of which, last year at, at Gasparilla, the Bucks float came by and Danny Lansamo was on the float. And like I was like the only motherfucker in the crowd who knew who the fuck he was. I'm like, oh shit, that was Alan Savage. So I was like, I was like, Danny. And he looks at me. And I'm like, what's up? And he throws me some beads. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, thanks for knowing who I am. Thanks That's for like a prospect camp for the light. You're like, it's like, oh, there's uh, there's Dylan Bluegis. Hey, Dylan. I'm just talking to him. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, that's Dylan Bluegis. That's like, that's more than me. <laughs> they're like, what? They're like, what is he? I was like, he's like 17. He's like, he looks like he's 28. Yeah. <laughs> Like, only, are, you, are you sure he's a prospect? I'm like, yeah. The only Bolts prospect I know is fucking Dan Mylan. Smiling Mylan. Oh my well. Dan Mylan, uh I love Dan Mylan. He's a uh, you know, did you ever did you read that thing I wrote on Druin about what that experience I had with him at Prospect Camp? Oh dude, let's save it. Let's save it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save it, save it, save it, save it. I was about to say that. For for after the for a little bit later. So uh, your your Tampa Bay Buccaneer Pro Bowlers this year are Jameis Winston, Levante David, Logan Mankins, Gerald McCoy, and Doug Martin. That's five Pro Bowlers on this team. Now most of those are just are just alternate guys, but they still they've made the Pro Bowl. I mean they've that's there's something to be said about that. That's that's I found out that um was the what the difference between being called in as, as a reservist or a reserve um a Pro Bowler rather than a, a, a outright selection. Is it you don't get the bonuses? 
Oh. So well, like is, if isn't the moniker well, like okay? Like Tom Brady's going to get the Pro Bowl bonus, where even Davis though he's not support. playing. Exactly. Ah, I see. So you get, so you still get a free trip to Hawaii. It's yeah, not, that's all you get out of it. That's not something really. to bitch about. <laughs> yeah. No. Are you kidding me? They're they're like they're talking about their uh, gift bags that sit in their rooms are worth four or five thousand dollars. Yeah. Dude, I don't blame I don't blame guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady for not going because it's like, dude, I I'm I am getting old. I'm gonna I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm not going to this shit. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna rehab. I'm, I'm, gonna, be, I'm gonna be living in Hawaii when I retire. Like yeah, that. exactly. I got I got plenty of time to spend in Hawaii. But <laughs> you know, good for good for those guys. Good for good for Winston and David. And I think what was Mankins also an, an alternate pick? That's yes. how you know he. That's how you know it was uh, Logan Mankins was an alternate. I've got the uh, the team breakdowns because it's Team Irvin versus Team Rice. Oh shit! Yeah, they're drafting so, them this year. It's going to be more exciting. So we're going to have Levante David and Jameis Winston are going to be on Team Irvin, and Doug Martin, Logan Mankins, and Gerald McCoy are on Team Rice. So wow, McCoy might, versus Winston. Yeah, we might see some uh, McCoy sacks for Winston. Yeah, he better. Be nice to him. What if Winston yeah, puts happy. him? What if? Well, what if? What if McCoy like tackles Winston, tears his ACL out for the fucking year? Like, oh, you're the oh, fucking if, leader. I'm the fucking leader. What if Levante David takes out Doug Martin's knee? Because you know, I'm the, gonna say, yeah, you know who I'm really happy for. I don't care if he was an alternate, Levante David. Yeah, yeah, he deserves it. Time. Yep. But you know uh, what? You know what? Literally, this was this was his year to make Kyle eat his words. No, because. All those fucking people that were harping on the fucking fact that Luke like Luke Keekley was getting more recognition than Levante David. Luke Keekley is playing in the Super Bowl right now. Okay, he's better than Levante. Way fucking better. There's no. All right, all right. How how much is way better? Like on a scale. Uh, okay, fair enough. I mean, I think I think Luke Keekley is a product of he's his. He's better in every. I'd facet. say Keekley is an A plus. Where Levante David's a B plus. Keekley had a, he has a lot he's more got, consistency around him. You know, better. he's better in coverage. Yeah, he just does everything that David does better. That's yeah, just a little bit better. Not, not a lot. Everything just, better. That's it. I think speaking as a Bucks fan and as a complete Buccaneers homer, I think Ke- or uh, Levante David has a chance to surpass Luke Keekley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's based like on Tom nothing Davis. purely than my uh, pewter shirt I have on. Yeah, based on nothing but all these Bucks jerseys I'm looking at right now. Hard- like Hardy Nickerson Davis, did but... have a Pro Bowl year. Did he really? Yeah, sure he did. Hardy Nickerson was my hero when I was a kid. <laughs> I will not fucking lie. He was my. I used to call. I used to say he. That dude is my hero. Why was he my hero? I don't fucking know. But you know, big black guy who played linebacker, my hero. <laughs> Could have gone with Derek Brooks, but nah. Yeah, Hardy Nickerson. Uh, so uh, Todd Munkin is our new offensive coordinator uh, and slash wide receivers coach. And oh, so I he did get a secondary. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna take up the the Leslie Frazier role. I'm guessing, right? Of like, what no, the fuck does Les- he do? <laughs> like, Wait, what is he doing offensive here? Offensive coordinator, though. Leslie Frazier was a defense, right? But so, oh, know. he's gonna play that Leslie. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Leslie's <laughs> gonna be like a, a a guy. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff better still be calling the plays. Yep, I I hope he will, but. I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine he wouldn't be. You know, it makes reasons he got hired as head coach. It does make sense to me because you, you, as head coach, there is so much to manage aside from just the offense that, uh, uh, that you need to have that coordinator there to actually, uh, kind of coordinate. You, you got to coordinate your your different coaches. You got to you got to uh, politic with the players. You got to make sure everybody's happy. And uh, Dirk Cutter, as a head coach, needs to make sure. 
that all players are happy and the media is happy and the, the owners are happy. He's he's yeah, juggling not just the offensive side of the ball. Right. He's spinning a lot of plates here, so he can't fo- he can't laser focus on the offense like he used to. So it makes a lot of sense that he, he hires a dude that he trusts and, and probably runs the same offense and the same verbiage and everything. Right. Well, I, I would. I, well, I would hope imagine. so. I think I, I, I would hope, hope so. He, yeah, he, he. The whole reason he stayed around is because Winston is so familiar with uh, Dirk Cutter's offense. Uh, right. So why would you have an offensive coordinator come in? That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. He doesn't speak that language. Right. It's it's because that would be a buck thing to do. That's why. Well, you know, you know what this kind of reminds me of. So, uh, if we're talking about let's 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 just say, let's compare Lovey Smith to Raheem Morris. And stay with me on this. Uh, Lovey Smith gets hired, and he brings in his dudes. He brings in the guys that he knows that he can trust. He brings Including in the, two of his sons. Yeah, he brings in his sons. He brings in the Leslie Frazier. He brings in the Andrew Hayes Stokers and the Hardy Nickersons. And, and the, the dudes, you know, he brings in his guys, the guys that have always kind of followed him around and the guys that he's coached or the guys that, that uh, have been under him in Chicago. He brings his guys in. Uh, when Raheem Morris was hired... Uh, he brings in experience because, you know, he was a defensive backs coach, got promoted to a defensive coordinator, then he gets promoted to head coach, you know, in, in the course of an offseason. So he's thrust into this position. So he brings in guys like Jeff Jakosinski. Uh He brings in the, the, the defensive coordinator who escapes my mind right now. But he brings in a lot of, like, uh, experienced guys. And this is what this kind of reminds me of with the with Dirk Cutter bringing in the the Mike Smiths and the Todd Munkins of the world. Mike Smith, who who we all you know we all know, coached the Falcons and was the defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then Todd Munkin, who uh, was at Southern Miss, and uh, he took over a Southern Miss team that was zero and twelve when he took them over. And he brought them up to nine and five in his last season, and they had a bowl appearance. They lost that bowl appearance, but I mean, he. Stayed. I watched that game actually. The offense actually looked pretty good. Yeah, he turned that team. He turned that team around. So I mean, he he's he's done some good, and it seems like they, he's he's putting experience around him, which is a very good sign. And uh, oh yeah, I mean, I'm I feel very comfortable with the Mike Smith hire on defense because. Mike's been a head coach in two places, right. one place. Anywho, one, oh, no, he's been a head coach. Yeah, one place and that'll, and he's worked with Coder or Cutter hand in hand before. So I think those two things will give him a, a safety net in a, in a sense. Right, and and uh, I think one thing about Mike Smith is that he came out and said he's like, look, we. We're gonna have the guys on our whoever we have on our team. We're gonna adjust the the scheme to to best suit the player, as opposed to what what the perception with Lovey was was we have a scheme. The players are gonna are gonna adjust to that. No, he's he, what Mike Smith intends to do is is he's gonna take the talent that he has and adjust the scheme around the talent that he has rather than you know the the other way around. So that's that's a sort of a refreshing thing to to so novel John, way to Jonathan Banks is actually gonna see the field. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We've actually we're actually going to retain Jonathan Banks and Alteron Verner. Let's say and, and Verner. Yeah, and and, Verner. and those are two. Like, Banks showed a lot of promise in in his first couple of seasons, and it looked like he was going to be good until Lovey got here. And then Alteron Verner, he he was an All Pro cornerback, uh, so uh, he's going to take that talent. And he's going to utilize it to the to the uh, the best of of their abilities. And I, I and no, well, you mean what a what a head coach should do? Yeah. Hey, I'm optimi- <laughs> I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I. I 
I'm anything, you know, that's that's just how I feel right I now. I just feel like Lovey was a a more polished veteran version of Raheem Morris, like a player's coach, like a yeah. I, don't know, I, I just feel like the guys didn't really disrespect him, and I feel like that showed in our penalties and our. I mean, we threw we took a lot of timeouts. Did you ever notice as an offense we took a lot of timeouts because we did not know what the fuck we were doing? Well, we had we had a rookie quarterback. I mean, that's that's the big. Yeah, thing. you're right. But how many times was it on him? Uh, I you know offhand I don't know, but you you are you are correct in a sense that uh, like like penalties taking bad penalties in. We were number one in the league in penalties, but we we're also number one in the league in penalties before the snap. Well, take take this for example. Uh, I, I spoke about the guy, like Lovey's guys, like the Lovey guys. Like they, you had Shiano men, and so you have the guys that that Lovey had, and this this guy that Todd Munkin's replacing, this Andrew Hayes Stoker, who was our wide receivers coach. I listened to a lot of those Buccaneers Total Access shows where they have, and, and particularly Mike Smith, or not Mike Smith, but um, uh, Mike Evans. And he talks about the relationship that he had with his wide receiver coach and how he loved his wide receiver coach. And, you know, he's just one of the guys. He's in there. We're all having fun. We're hamming it up. And, you know, we're all we're all just having fun in there. And maybe that's a bad thing. You know, yeah. maybe he's uh, not he's not holding Mike Smith accountable for the fucking drops that he's been having and, and saying, hey, you'll get him next time, champ. You know, you get out there and like maybe Mike, Mike Evans needs a guy in his face to say, look. Go hit the fucking jugs machine, man. Go go look at some yeah. film. Someone needs to tell him that unhappy truth. Yeah, you're not that good, bro. You need to go. You know, you need to go put some time in. You need to go put some, put in some fucking work. So mm. I, may, maybe the you know maybe this 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 Todd Munkins guy is the guy that's gonna light, light a fire under Mike Evans so. and put him in front of a fucking jugs machine and watch the ball to you your what, hands, being you from, dummy. Being from Southern Myths or being from Southern Myths and having that Southern. Like twang because yep. I know it's Florida and I know yep. it's South, but Southern it, Mississippi's more South than Florida. He hates him some black people. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's all. I'm joking. I don't mean uh, that. That's not uh, true. None of that's true. It's all hyperbole. It's none. But it is word of the base, so it's fact. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> but no, go go ahead with your point, Nick. No, I was all I was saying is he's for the last however many years he's been a head coach at Southern Miss, uh, Southern Miss he's been indoctrinated into this like it's hot out you're gonna work we're all gonna sweat and just it, just a, a thought process yeah. that I like that he brings to the yeah, team. Yeah. You want a hot body? You want a Maserati? You want a Bugatti? Better work, bitch. <laughs> what is with you in South Park, man? <laughs> no, that's Britney Spears, son. Yeah, but they did it on South Park. Oh, well, it's, it's a good song. <laughs> okay, Kyle, you have anything to add before we before we move on? No, I think you guys covered it pretty well. Actually, I was enjoying it. He's like you, you old fucking weirdos. Like covered it just fine, just fan, <laughs> fan, I'm a fan. Okay, uh, one last thing to talk about. Then we're gonna fuck off into this good night. Uh, before we do that, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll reset, and then we'll talk about the team that is active and the team that is on fire. Uh, that is, of course, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So when we come back from break, we'll talk about them. Good day to you, pod- podcast listeners, podcast listeners. It's the next morning, and I'm hungover, so you know what that means. It's time to talk about Audible. If you go to www.audibletrial.com shark, you can get yourself a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Now, that doesn't just mean that you get a shitty book, and that's it. 
Uh, you get to choose from their over 180,000 titles, and you get a 30-day free trial. I really don't know what the what the free trial part entails. You're gonna really, you're gonna really have to check with Audible on that one. But I do know that it uh, is worth it, and, and especially if you want to find a way to support us that uh, doesn't cost you a dime, that you can cancel at any time, and that you can keep the thing, the book that you got after, even after you cancel, that book is yours to keep. So you can have it forever. You can say, hey, look, I had downloaded this book on audible.com, downloaded all the Harry Potter books on, on, well, not all of them, but you know, you can download the, you can go download the fucking Deathly Hallows. That's the longest one and save yourself a, uh, 14 bucks buying it on Amazon. And you say, hey, look, you want to listen to it too? To like, I don't know, you're talking, I don't know who you're talking to. Talk to your sweetheart in this scenario. That's who you're talking to. Talking to your sweetheart. They want to read the Deathly Hallows. So you offer it to them. And maybe she, uh, or he, uh, you know, get you get you a little loving on the side. And there you go. Audible got you laid just because you let your 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 sir or ma'am uh, listen to the Deathly Hollows. And you can thank Kyle for that, and you can thank Audible for that. AudibleTrial.com/slash/shark. Go there now. Hey, we're back. Hi. Yay. Yay. So, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are on the all-star break, but just had a good game against the, the Maple Leafs against the shitty Maple Leafs. I don't, I don't know if it was a good game offensively, but uh, it was a, it was a well-played game for the style. They played it. It wasn't the running gun offense. We get to have after that first 12 minutes where we outshot them 12, nothing, the Leafs definitely, uh, it was locked a, down a neutral zone. Really? They well. took it. They, they played the better game after I would say, yeah, probably oh, yeah. about, Five minutes left in the first period from that on was all was more Maple Leafs than it was like. No doubt. Yeah. I just remember watching that first 15 minutes. I was like, oh, my God, which game should be three, four, nothing right now. But I'll give Bernier credit. No, he's, he, he, he faced the a lot of tough shots. And I like the way I like the way we use our speed. And we over the last what are we eight out of their last nine we've won. And I really like the way we've been using our speed. Tyler's got his speed back, which is really, uh, which really excites me. That line with him uh, on the second line, and you got, I think it was him, Kalorn, and who was the third? Kucherov was? Was, was, it? was it Kuch? Was it Kuch? I thought, I thought Kuch was on no, the, the first Kuch line. Playing with the mess, uh, Kuch playing with uh, the Mesty and, uh, and Stammer. Stammer. So the who was playing? I, I forget who was playing on the second line yesterday. Uh, it was Callahan? No, 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 no. It was not Callie? Oh, uh, was it Val? No. Uh, anyways, yeah, but <laughs> anyways, I like the... The fucking riches of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, you can't remember who... Who's on our second line again? Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's like, it's like just admits a match on a different night, but... <laughs> Wait a second, Anthony uh, came through with us. Uh, TJ Cooch and Killer. Stammer, Pally, and Val. I, yeah, oh, Pally and Cooch switch, okay. Yeah, I, all right, so, yeah, so Cooch, Cooch and uh, Tyler used their speed really well, and you had Killer and... I'm really happy the way Kalorn's been playing. He got off to a slow start. He's finally starting to use his size really well. Mm-hmm. And he's like Nate Thompson, but better. Oh, not even close. Kucherov is way like is like Thompson. one of the players that I'm the most excited about. Like the way Should he been the, the way he plays. Yeah, I, yeah I agree. very much so. Yeah, but hey, we're Tampa, so fuck us, right? But well, it's not just Tampa. It's this whole fucking setup. The Sun Belt. Like, oh. Well, because it it. it it makes sure that bad teams still have representatives and good teams don't have too many. Don't doesn't every team get a representative? Yeah, exactly. That's oh, really? What, yeah, 
Yeah. I, I did not know NHL that. Still play, NHL still wants everybody to have the participation ribbon. Hmm. Yeah, like the Blue Jackets got sawed in. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, wait, who did Edmonton get in? Was it uh, um, Ty- no, no, uh, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall deserved. Yeah, it. I was about to say Taylor Hall deserved it. Hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know every team got a representative. But I guess the the, the talent is so is so even that it makes sense. You know, like every team. Eastern, Eastern Conference used to be worse than a Western Conference. Now it's flipped this year. Yeah, this year I was about to say the Eastern Conference is uh, well. The thing is, is I really feel like the Eastern Conference is a little bit top-end hollow. Like, I don't feel... Okay, Washington's legit. First and foremost, let's say that. Washington is a very legitimate team, and I see them going very far in the playoffs. But can anybody here realistically say, and they feel that the Panthers are going to stick around? No. I don't. No, they're, they're, no. they're too old. They're too... It's too fluky. It's... it's as much as I... Well, yeah, but as much as I love the the to see a Sun Belt team do well, um, I think they're they're a fluke. A little bit fluke. Uh, it's, fuck out of here. I mean, I I like the like you're talking about top heavy. You have those guys. You have Montreal. You have Montreal. Who once they get priced back, they're going to be back in the top half. Fuck my yeah. no, they're not. Fuck them. I no, they will. I honestly, think they will they're... crash and burn. I, fucks. No, he, he, all right. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to I'm be. Trying, yeah. What do you What do you want? And what actually is going to happen? Or two? what do I? Yeah. What, do, what I do I want? I want. I want Montreal to crash and burn. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I do too. So you're gonna have. What would you rather? You'd rather have Florida, Tampa, and who would be the third team you'd want in on our division? Boston, so we can beat them. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No, I think I think we'd match up really well against Boston this year. I think I think a lot of people match up really well against yeah, Boston. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, Boston, I mean, Boston is just one of those teams where you either get their best effort or they shit the, they shit the floor. Yeah, which is basically that's every Boston team. Yeah, that's pretty much that's like the Boston motto. Either we're gonna be great or fucking roll over first. That's what Whitey Bulger yeah, said. Three, hey. three first round picks later, I'll rule the market or I'll fucking die trying. I don't know. Yeah, but are you, are you guys gonna watch the All Star game this year? I'm gonna try. Um, I don't think so because I'm going to Gasparilla tomorrow or Saturday, and then I am too. Yeah, um, so I don't know. I'm gonna be watching it, but we'll see. I'll try to watch it. I'll, I'll try. It. I only. I, it's always I, fun. I, mean, I really like the skills competition more than the game itself. I do too. So I watch. I watch that part. I, yeah. See, out of the major sports, and and uh, you know, I think that the NHL and the NBA do it right. They they. Yeah, they it's still fun. It's fun. Yeah. Baseball, it's, it's boring. Have, Football, have, it's boring. Uh, well, I mean, you have the home run derby in baseball, right? Yeah, you got, I mean, it's hard for what you. Is there a skills? I mean, could you do a skills competition for the NFL? Of course, you, you can. They used to. They God. did. Yeah, like like Brad Johnson we, won remember, the skills competition. I remember in days days of old when Kyle and I were would hang out and uh, doing the Pro Bowl. Uh, they would have these golf carts with garbage cans, basically duct taped to the back. And they would have them go across the football field at a certain speed, and the quarterbacks would throw into the fo- the garbage cans. That's awesome. That's what they do with high schoolers nowadays. Yeah, well, they do a better job with high shit. schoolers. We used to watch it with, um, like the the late '90s, early 2000s quarterbacks doing it, like McNabb and and I don't know. Help me out, Kyle. Uh, McNabb and. Jake McGee, he was actually there throwing 95-mile-an-hour footballs in the, <laughs> in the garbage cans. 
no, no, no. It was, it was, uh, oh gosh, who was it? It was McNabb. Like Testaverde was in it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Dante Culpepper. They used to have, like, I think Carson Palmer actually used to do it when he was with the, uh, the Bengals. Adam Vinatieri and uh, David Akers used to have, like, kickoffs or, like, kick, you know, kick, kip, kicking mm-hmm. competitions. And it was, it was cool. I think they need to embrace that kind of thing. I think, I think what the NFL needs to do is instead of taking uh, a full, team out there just have a seven on seven you know no offensive line nobody's quarterback's not going to get sacked play or, or a flag football game why not a flag football game that'll be fun right that'll yeah i go. think you should you really need to like bring the vets back yeah just just like, yeah and have, have the, the have mix Dan the Reed vets in the alumni team. Game. captains or something exactly alumni game they do that for uh you know they do that for like preseason and stuff. They do like. Um... Are you kidding me? The the fucking Steve Eisenman's playing in the in the Red Wings and Avalanche uh, uh, Hall of Famer game. Loki's is going to uh, talk to Colorado about making a trade, but for, Ooh, for a, Druin, that's a, that's a secret. That's a secret. Okay, you, well you know what you know what the you know what the NFL should do. Oh, the NFL should mix in uh, uh, alumni with current pros, right, and then have a first to fourteen flag football tournament and then like you have you have the alumni that pick the teams and then you have like a certain amount of alumni and a certain amount of pros on the team and then like you know both sides play offensive deep some, you know something like that but anyways i'd watch that we like, watch dan marito playing linebacker yeah exactly <laughs> yes and it's just a fun game everybody's having no, fun actually, and you people... put him at db even better put it put it on D, put it at db against uh antonio brown or aj green yeah or you know Pey- Pey- this Bobo, we, i really want to see all the all the snappers be like okay everybody laces out like everybody kicks with the laces. I want to see if it makes a difference. Something fun like that instead of this bullshit that they have now. It's so ridiculous. So we're we're, we're st- we still got to get in the lightning though. Yeah, yeah probably good. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, what do you think of the uh, like? You know, we we have we had Anthony on here to talk about it. We had we had a lot of people on here to talk about it. So like the drone situation. What do you make of that? All right. Well, do you want me to bring up what I was talking about earlier? Do you want yeah, me yeah, to yeah. Go ahead. And yes. re- go do that. Do All that. Right. Sorry. Before I do that, I want to talk about the player himself and being a little bitch he's being. And I, I it goes back a couple. It goes and it goes back a couple years for me. And when I wrote this originally, it's not my usual style of writing. But a lot of people are like, "Oh, you're just salty because of this happened." I'm like, "No, it's I don't care. It's it's an athlete. He doesn't have to do whatever he he's asked to do. But it's the way he handled it. But anyways, on the ice, um, he's got all the talent in the world. There's no there's not a lot of players at his age that had that much skill and that much potential, but he just needs to, what, what I was hoping he would do when he got sent down to the minors, he would just, all right, just take it like a man, play the game. Cause you know, you would think about it. You're in the NHL and you've been playing this game forever since you were what? Four or five years old. This is all, you know, hockey's all, you know, so doesn't matter if you're playing the NHL. doesn't pl- matter if you're playing the AHL. doesn't matter if you're playing the ECHL, you're playing hockey. That's the game you love to play. Yeah, it's so his it's whole life. Out. It's not working out in the NHL right now. So, all right, you have all the talent in the world. You know you're talented. You know you're talented. Yeah, people and have been telling him he's talented his whole life. Oh, yeah. He's been the best player on the ice his whole life. Right. He was the be- I-, I still think he was the best player when he was playing with McKinnon on- in Halifax, but that's yeah. just me. But I-, he- I was just hoping he would take it like a man. It get get stronger. He's still not strong enough against the boards. When he gets along the boards, he gets pushed off the puck so easily. He's not Marty. He's not Tyler. No, he does not it, have he's the lower same body size, strength. but he doesn't play. He doesn't have the lower body strength. No. no. And when he's a stop, 
he's he has a great vision, but when he goes in front of the net, he goes behind the net, he throws the puck out in front and turns it over. He's got great vision, yeah, he does that. So I was hoping he'd go into the AHL, or AH, I should say, go into AHL, get stronger, keep playing your game, and everything's going to work out. Shut your mouth. Everything's going to work out. Yeah, take your lumps. But, yep, take your lumps. Exactly. What did Vladdy do? Even, I was about to say, how, how many people on this team right now, how many current Lightning forwards had to do exactly the same thing that Druin went through? Kucherov is better than you when he played in the damn AHL. Yeah. And there's a guy in Russia right now, his name is Nikita Gusev, and he's like 5'6", five, 5'5", five, five, and he's a stud. One of the fastest guys in the age, in the KHL, really skilled. I, I, in some ways, he's more skilled than Druin, but he's another pain in the ass when it comes to, okay, I'm getting paid more in the KHL, and I'm not going to come to the NHL unless I get playing time. All right. All right. Well, our team is fine right now. You can go stay over there. But we'd love for right. him to be in the AHL right now, take his lumps, and then he'll, with all the salary cap stuff that's about to happen, he'll make the team eventually. But, um... Now that that little rant's over, I want to bring up. It's kind of long, so I don't know how far. You <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. Good, good, fire away. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So I wrote this about right when the whole uh, whole Marley's game happened, and he didn't. Uh, he did not report to the game. Here's what I wrote. When the Lightning selected Jonathan Drew with the third overall pick of the 2014 NHL Draft, all of Lightning Nation, including myself, jumped for joy. While scouting the former Halifax Moosehead star, you could tell Druin had the speed, vision, and pure skill to one day take the National Hockey League by storm. However, what you cannot take into account is the pure, in pure film study and pure nature of a human being himself. When John the Druin first arrived in Tampa Bay, the team held their annual prospect de- development camp at the Brandon Ice Sports Forum in Brandon, Florida. All the team's prospects made the trip to the camp in order to show off what they have improved on over the previous year, or as a new draft pick, showing management what they have as in a prospect. Jonathan Druin made the trip for the event, and Lightning fans were ecstatic to see what the future superstar could bring. Well, what they perceived to be a future superstar. Mm-hmm. While, while he showed superstar status on the ice, his attitude off the ice worried me and those around me. One of the perks of being a Tampa Bay Lightning fan is the ability to watch a team's prospects up close interacting with them as they came off the ice. Many of the team's prospects, including Tanner Richard and Dylan Blugis, really took advantage of the opportunity to interact with fans while also focusing on the work they had later in the day. However, Jerome was one of those players that really didn't enjoy interacting with the fans. At one point, being the superstar prospect name that he was, Jerome was placed in a situation where many fans wanted a simple picture or maybe an autograph. For most players, though maybe not the same status popularity-wise as Jerome, this was the time to enjoy being with the fans and having some fun after a hard day on the ice even at two-a-day at points. However, Druin was not really in that mindset. He had a set number of photos he would take with a smile that was very fake. Trust me, you should see my photo with him. And a very touchy Mm. attitude when interacting with fans. I get it. Not every player is very social with the fans and just wants to take care of their own business. However, as a top pick and popular name, sometimes you have to put your ego aside and really focus on what makes an NHL player great. Becoming a role model for the next generation and beginning your NHL career on a good note. Instead, doing the opposite, combined with reassignment to the Halifax Mooseheads for another season to get stronger to prove his defensive game, the ball just started rolling downhill. Now, we're at this point. Dude, I'll never forget 1996. I think it was 96 when I went to Pepin Rood Stadium, back back where the uh, in, at University of Tampa where the fucking, uh, I think that's where the lacrosse field is, but it used to be like the, the, the old stadium. The year that we drafted Dilfer, Trent Dilfer, 
really high in the draft and um everybody wanted his fucking autograph and everybody was waiting outside uh fucking Pepperoon Stadium for Trent Dilfer and the dude just like uh, you know uh, you know most of the team comes by they sign what they want to sign and they they move on and everything's cool Dilfer in a golf cart just fucking like past everybody we were like what the fuck man everybody's here to see you and you just go by them what what is what is your what's your fucking deal man are you too big for the you know for, for the fans or for yeah exactly yeah he's been yeah, Drew, people like Druin and I—I <clears throat> I mean, again, I, I wasn't even born yet when. <laughs> when that but I mean, happened, that, I mean, that's that's. <laughs> no, trust me, Dilfer's an asshole. But no, your story, yeah. your story reminded me of that. Like, like I can relate to your story because of because of what happened to me as a kid at Pepperoon Stadium with Trent Dilfer. So like, I can totally understand that whole like, you know, I'm supposed to be the best. Fuck you guys, kind of I mean, attitude. Yeah, I get it. You just he put in a he put in really good. I remember two years ago he bust his ass. He showed exactly what we all expect to see. He dominated everybody. Well, just about everybody except Vassie, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he came. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, uh, he came off the ice, and every player that came off the ice was like, "Hey, uh, this is great time. Thank you for coming out. You know all that stuff. Just pass by. Just walk by." But he at one point there was just, and I didn't write this in the article because I didn't have all the facts. But there's this little girl, and he had a she had a two drawing pictures. Oh no! And and. He had a, his dad, her dad was with him, and she there was like this bench where it raises up a little bit. And Druin's like what five ten, so he's looking up at her, and he she has these two photos. So all right, he he takes his glove off, takes his stick off, or take puts a stick down. He walks to the locker room. I'm like, well, maybe he's going to get something, you know. He comes. All right, we're waiting ten minutes, fifteen minutes. He comes out in street clothes. I'm like okay, I get a sign. He walks out the door, the back door. Finally comes back because we were all like, Joe, Joe, Joe. He finally comes back. He looks annoyed as hell. And the first thing, he signs everybody else's. And he finally goes to the little girl. that's been waiting there forever, the dad. Takes one of the pictures, signs her real quick, gives it back, and then leaves. Mm. I was like, really? It's like some shit from fucking. I wonder if that's kind of indicative of how they are um, as an athlete. No, because I've I've always. Everybody else didn't do that. Nobody else did that. Everybody else took pictures. All right. I mean, you talk about Dan Myland. Dan Myland came out. Outside the barrier and started hugging guy. Uh, yeah, hugging people. I mean, again, I don't expect everybody to be like Dan Mylan. Dan, he's he's twenty times hockey player. Dan Mylan will ever be. I, I've always felt I get that... it. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I get it, but the simple fact that you walk by everybody, just like you said with Dilfer, you're not, you're not all, you're not, you're you're not a junior anymore. Yeah, you're not a junior anymore. You're not tough shit anymore. Yeah. Everything resets. You're not. You're not the fucking college star and Heisman winner. You now. You are just a dude who the fans have a lot of faith in and, and uh, are very excited to see. But at the end of the day, you're just a dude. Go. You know, act like, act like that guy. You know, just you know, be humble or something like that. At the same time, let me let me play devil's advocate though. Let me, at the same time, I think I think the way that the the organization and the way John Cooper has handled Jonathan Druin, it could have been handled better. He I admitted it. Yeah, I think that the, the, it it could have definitely been handled better when it comes to the the playoffs. When it comes to his playing time, I know that he was injured a lot, but I mean he's he's supposed to be the super prospect, and you would you would expect to see him on the lineup sooner rather than later. So uh, he knows that, and, and everybody else knows that, but that certainly wasn't the case with the Lightning. So uh, 
it could have been handled better with the franchise. I think it's it was kind of the perfect storm of of just you know maybe a little bit of mishandling, maybe a little bit of ego, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and here we are today where he's. I mean, you tell me, you tell me how many players play in the in the Stanley Cup final your first year in the league. Not a whole not goddamn many. lot. And you know he's and you're not gonna play. You're not yeah. he played I think he played two games in that series. One maybe. And the reason why he didn't because he can't play defense. You're playing the Chicago Blackhawks, who one of the best puck possession teams in the league, and you're gonna get burnt by Taves, Kane, Teravina, and Sharp. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, kid, you're not good enough to play two way yeah. hockey against them yet. That's yeah, yeah. that's the you thing. Play, yeah, you play you played uh Montreal, you play you couldn't play against Montreal and they're slow as hell. So yes. imagine playing against the freaking Blackhawks, and you couldn't play against uh, who we play in the first round. Uh, <laughs> no, we played Mo- we played Montreal. I was about to say Montreal. We played Montreal, Detroit. No, no, Detroit. it was Detroit yeah. and no, Detroit Montreal. First round. Yeah, yeah. yeah, talk about slow. Now this is different kind of team, of course. A team that with the neutral zone trap and all that stuff took away the triple line. I get that, but a team that slow and you can't even get back from you're you're, you're skating fifty percent back from the when you turn the puck over and you're skating half-assed back to no get off the ice. That's why I don't like Nestrov sometimes, but he's, he's kind of warmed up. To me. He's, he's been, he's, he's been a lot better. Yeah. He, well, he's the, he's kind of the example of, of, you know, he, he's the, uh, work hard. The, the example. Yeah. He's the example yeah. of like what, yeah, what happens the, when you work hard and you take your been. lumps. He had yeah. a horrible year a couple years ago. He had the, he was about to go back to Russia. Oh, he's a fucking liability. He busts his ass. Nestrov busts his ass. He, fi- he, he finally got his offense game back. He's always had that. He's, he improved his skating. He improved his passing. He finally – his decision-making sucked. It was the it was some of the worst I've ever seen since Barbario. And Barbario had that – we saw him when he Barbario. played. Barbario. <laughs> he, he had that ability <laughs> where he can skate like – he skates like a damn horse. He has long strides. He has a funny and name, though. That was he does hot. have a funny name. <laughs> but it was like he, he paid his dues. He went down to the AHL this year. And played ten games and really did well. And now look where he's, he's playing every night now. Yeah, yeah, he's doing really well. I, and I'm really proud of him for that. Major props to him. Look, like, yeah, we're, we're doing well. Been through the AHL thing. Kucherov went through the AHL. Played, it's just, they went for three years. It, it, so, you know, Drew's, I, Drew, Nick, if I he's guess. he's the problem here. It's not us. It's and I think I it's say a, this to I say this to every Lightning fan that we I get into a conversation about it. It's like in Eiserman we trust because for now. Because well, we can now, we're yeah, but for now is right now. So uh, yeah, I trust him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we have no reason not to trust him. And I think Jonathan Drew is a, is the type of guy that goes into a losing franchise and turns him into a winning franchise. And that's kind of like what those type of players does. But he he gets put on a winning franchise, and there's not a lot of room for him. And he's kind of like, well, what the fuck. He's also 18 years old, and he can't go to AHL. So he has to go back to that. He's like, oh, great. I can go back and stomp on these guys a little bit more for 140 more points. Like, if he was old enough to go to the AHL when we drafted him, if he was 20 years old when we drafted yes. him. Then he would have been a year ahead of his scheduling, and he would have been yes. up here right now on the and top And he line. would be, yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, put him on the top line, everything will be solved. Uh, yeah, you know what? Him, he's going to throw, throw his fucking hizzy fit, and we're going to lose him. And whatever team is going to get him is going to put him on their first line next season. It's going to be do well. And you know what? And it's going to be like, told you I could have made it. But it's just like, if he didn't throw this fucking temper tantrum, he would have been on that route here. 
Anyway, you know another uh, Andrew Katzman, uh, a Katzman eighty three on Twitter. He brings up another good point in the, the mixer chat. He said J T Brown is a good example. He was a scorer in college, yes. had to totally change his game to become a guy playing on the third and fourth line. Yes. And despite that, being tiny, great. he does great. gritty things and he's become an enforcer. And yes, J T Brown has ha, has become like I remember when there, there was so much hype surrounding J T Brown when he first came to the Lightning. Everyone's like, oh my god, this guy's so good. And then he kind of disappointed. He he went. He took his lumps. He did he did what he had to do. And look at him now. Now he, now he's he's cracking the, the the starting lineup nightly. He is he is a he is a hockey player now. Yes, Not he is. He's a scorer. He's a hockey player. I'm gonna tell you three players that did that. JT coming out of Minnesota Duluth, one of the best scorers in college hockey. He he's always had that speed. He he still has a good shot. He just can't finish now. Yeah. But he's finally he's using that speed effectively. He's on the well. Him and Seti Paquette on who used to be a a damn good score in in uh, Canadian junior. He's he turned his game from a scoring role to a more physical role. He couldn't skate for the life of him back in his AHL days, and he's worked really hard. And I'm really proud of his skating ability. And I brought up uh, who's the third name I was going to bring up. Ah, shoot. Oh, Johnny uh, Marchessault. Yeah, okay. Marchessault. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Marchessault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marchessault. Do you remember how we got Marchessault? Do you do you recall? No, no, not at all. All right. So remember Dana Tyrell? Yes. The guy had two ACL surgeries, whatever. Mm-hmm. So second round pick, two thousand nine, eight, whatever it was. So he's done. He's not going to be back in the, in the NHL. So we go with this guy, Jonathan Marchessault, five seven, probably five eight, and he's he's always been a good scorer, Canadian junior, but he never really had that overall game that he was. He was just a scorer. He never really had that overall game that you're going to see a guy play fifteen, eighteen minutes a night, but. He took his lumps in Syracuse and what I think it was a, uh, I can't recall the Blue Jackets farm team on top of my head, but when he went, when we traded for him and we just swapped Dana Tyrell for Marcheso, he went to Syracuse and he busted his ass to get his two way game. And I credit, I think, I think, still think Zettler was coaching Syracuse at the time. And I credit Zettler for giving him a two way game and putting him on the first line from day one and just scoring. He just took over that team, and he led the team to scoring. He improved his overall game. And look where he is now. He's not playing every night. Starting next year, he's going to be playing every night. I was about to say, starting next season, he's going to be oh, yeah. on our oh, yeah. fourth, third, fourth line. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, you don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with uh, – I still think Kalorin's gone. Uh, I was just about to say, there's no way we keep no. everybody. There's no JT, way. JT, Seti, um, yeah, Paquette's gone. gone. Yep. Uh, the thing is, is – in my opinion, these guys are these in our team. These are third and fourth liners. on On most other teams in the NHL, they're second line centers. They're second line. Eh, I wouldn't say, no. I wouldn't say Cedric Paquette is a second line center. No, but JT Brown. No, JT Brown is a, doesn't. I don't think JT Brown's a second line player either. Oof. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. And I would say third line tops top nine. I would say Cedric Paquette's top nine top. You have Brian Boyle's a better center than. Cedric Paquette at this point. <laughs> I mean, Brian honestly, Boyle, I fucking love Brian Boyle. I love Brian Boyle. Yeah. So you would you put Brian Boyle on your second line center? No, right? Well, I would. Well, as a Tampa Bay Lightning, <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck no. Yeah, a big ass galoot playing eighteen minutes a night, trying to score twenty goals a night. I mean, if no. we we're if we were playing the Penguins, yeah, he'd be on my second line just so I could just abuse Crosby. <laughs> Go beat him up. All right, <laughs> yeah, do that, it. You no, know, that just brought it up. A good point. You know what Paquette really does well, and that's pestering the other guy's top player. Yeah. Every every time you see Crosby, knock him on his ass every single time he's on the ice. And it used to be that line with now it's uh, Callahan, 
Filippola and Paquette, I think is the line. That is the third line checking line. That line with those three that can really wallop you, That they're going to go against the team's best line, and they're going to put a hurting on you. They're going to make sure you do not get out of the corners without getting hit. And I, Paquette is really, really good at that, and I think he really learned that from Callahan. I'm going to give that credit to Callahan for that one. All right, I, 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 I they're the same kind of player. Callahan's got that credit. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I think that's uh, a little more athletic. I love yeah. I love that the team is is figuring out who they are again. It's yeah. they're understanding who they are and understanding what it takes to win in the NHL and and that the Lightning they're back. They're they're definitely back. I was just year. about to say, well, to every Lightning fan in here, like is every is the fucking like big red light in the corner of the room stop flashing? Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was starting to warm up for me. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think it was really going off because you had all the injuries. And you could say, okay, this team's going to grow. I literally, every every month, I was like, all right, it's time to get going in an article. Time to get going. All yeah. right, this is the soon. month. Soon, guys, and soon. It's like, <laughs> We're going to do it. Finally fucking called it. Finally wrote one. Finally called it. Eight of nine. All right, sweet. Now I don't have to do another one. So I was like, because you knew it was going to happen eventually. This team is just too good. And Bishop was carrying us through the first 30 games. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah. He's better than his record says. Oh, uh, wide margin. And he's improving his trade value. Very much so. <laughs> oh, you no, son of a bitch. I'm, you I, dirty I, son know, of a bitch. And I know Vasilevsky just came off a shutout, but he scares the living shit out of no, me. No, I love it. I love it. He's shown so much growth this season. I, I, I think that uh, he's, he's on a five-game winning streak right now, but four of those games, he's allowed three goals or more. He's That's not worrying. He's not ready. He's not. No, he's not. No, I don't, I don't think he's ready, and I, I don't think it's time to trade Bishop, but I just... He's he's impressed me a lot this season. I think that this this season has been great for him in terms of his growth so far. I mean, he's shown he's shown the one thing that they say about like these players that are supposed to be great or these these top prospects is that they show those flashes of greatness. And I think Vasi has definitely shown those flashes of greatness. We're like, oh, oh my yeah. god, he's no, going to no be doubt. the guy. Bishop, yeah, but he's situation. not ready to be our starter. Yeah, Bishop's situation. <clears throat> sorry. Is just like Kalorn's this year. It's like, do you hold on to a guy for the playoff run, for the championship run, or and let him walk out the end? Because there's no way in hell we're going to be able to keep everybody, and he's going to be one of those casualties. But do you trade him at the deadline and get quality prospects and pieces back for him and lose a guy like Kalorn for a championship run? Because it's boom or bust this year. It's championship or bust this year. And the only yeah. reason I say that is because Bishop. Yeah. It's going to take a couple, two, three, four more years for us to get back to this level with Vassy. Because Vassy, if we trade a bishop today, we're not winning the Stanley Cup with Vassy. Fuck I'm no. Just gonna say Fuck that. no. No, no, hell no. He's doing We would be lucky not to win around. We would, we would be lucky to win around. Oh, yeah, seven games. I'm just, I'm just saying, I like what I see from him. That's all. That's all. He's, he's going to be the John Graham of this team. Think so? I love John Graham. I know. I, I remember Nick, back in the day, Nick loved John Graham. Seriously, I have an affinity for backup goalies. I mean, you saw how he played. He played Stanley Cup final game, and he yep. stood on his head for most of the game. Yep. There's no way he deserved to lose that game. That little poke between the legs that he, he made the save and the poke between the legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, just, he just felt sick because we were in a good situation. We either go down uh, going back home and we're going to go down a couple – I think it was 2-2. Two, two. It's like, okay, if we win this game, we go back home up 3-2 or we go back there 3-2 or get situated. It was something like that. We, it was a series, tied series. We have a game. We have a game in our under our belts, and we have a, we're gonna rest our starter and go with the uh, with the, the go backup. backup. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. Uh Steven in the chat did something or said something really funny. It was like WD or WDAE update. Trade Bish because we're gonna shut up. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, co-sign Tom Jones. <laughs> hey, sp- speaking of WDAE and speaking of Tom Jones, uh uh some of the uh the the conversation after the Blackhawks game, especially about the the amount of Blackhawk fans that were actually in the stadium yeah. for that game. Don't get me started. I was in the middle of that whole Red Sea. Look, I I have no problem. I think I said this on the last podcast. I have no problem with any season ticket holder that wants to that wants to cash out on that game because I know I would too. I think after time in in this market, you're gonna see the the uh the dynamic shift where it's it's not going to be Blackhawk fans buying those tickets up it's going to be Lightning fans and the premium is going to be uh on the Lightning fans to buy those sort of things but they 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 hold the mirror up to us on these these iconic uh franchises these old franchises with massive fan bases and they kind of hold the, the mirror up to us and be like well why aren't you like them and it's like well like no shit motherfucker I'm 29 years old I'm older than the hockey team I support <laughs> Like, you want me to tell you a little secret though? What's up? When all right, so I went on StubHub just to see what the ticket prices were. Yeah, and I called my buddy who was trying to sell us tickets. Tickets t- weren't really selling, and you know why? Really? Why? Because most of the people that were usually wear lightning blue were wearing black hawk red that night. Oh, you know what? It's funny you should bring that up because the often criticized sticks of fire. Uh, and and I get all the criticism, and I think it's valid. I think a lot of it is valid, and and I think that the sticks of fire does a lot of good things for the, our fan base. Oh, yeah. They do oh, a lot yeah. of things that I wish that I could have ever done. Like the things that I wish I could do. Uh, and they do a lot of bad things. I think for a lot of the true fans, they it's, it kind of sucks for them that they have to deal with, with this, but I don't know. I, I, I like it overall. Uh, so that night for the Blackhawks game, I saw this video and went and I saw it on Facebook and they had the best chant. I think I've, ever heard at a sports game and i'm gonna play that for you guys right now uh i'm gonna steal this chant i'm gonna use it all the time raise games bucks games lightning games uh it is so fucking genius and it's so awesome and it makes the other people feel like so much shit i can, you can just see in the video the, the 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 looks on their faces um i'm gonna play it for you now it's just it's it's genius That that <laughs> is genius. I'm stealing that. I'm using it at every fucking game, every 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 Yankees game. You live in Tampa Bay. You live in Tampa Bay. Support your local baseball team. You live in Tampa Bay. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'll 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 get that started going with you. Oh, I'm I'll, 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 I'll I was about it. to say we'll uh we need to organize a word of the bay trip to the uh, the trop and we'll we'll God. just go beat bats of fire. Oh, I'm gonna scream it. That is <laughs> bats of fire. That is genius, genius for for all the for all the bullshit that they do. They come up with a good one every once in a while. That was an amazing one. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's better. It's better than uh, oh Chicago. 
is full of snow. Oh, but Chicago is full of snow. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody wants, wants that. to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> like, do good ones like that, and we'll, we can deal with it. I think the, uh, the metamorphosis of the Six of Fire needs to continue, and I think that's the that's the start. That like I know Anthony was happy with that last one. <laughs> I look. <laughs> I give him credit for that, but yeah, all the like he, he Anthony just said in the chat. He said uh, you can't uh, one of the chance to do you can't score in Benny Bishop. Like shut the fuck up. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just stop. Honestly, yeah, it's I I and uh, Andrew uh, a catsman eighty three. He says in the chat. He says Neil Solons actually says he loves the energy that the Sixes Fire brought to the Rays game. It was funny when they taunted the Astros outfielders and mm, whatever. But I do like the energy. I think I I, I think that uh, if we can if we as fans in this Tampa Bay transient market can bring some sort of intimidation factor to our home games, good. Then good. I don't care if it's misconstrued as uneducated or whatever. Good. Yeah. They're talking about them. It means they're fan there's fans here. I don't care if they're I don't care if these fans that everybody perceives us as being stupid. We have them. They're there. They're here. Yeah. Does it does the dude wearing an opposing jersey feel as uncomfortable as I would wearing an opposing jersey in their house? Then good. Then fucking awesome. Yeah. Like you see some of the red, the uh, the Blackhawks fans in that video, and they look way uncomfortable. <laughs> like they fucking know. Like Six of Fire is, is is laying the truth down. You do live in Tampa Bay. You are about to go home to your to your fucking home. In exactly. New- like if I see you here at next game with the Lightning jersey on, I'm gonna put ketchup on. Yeah, it. you're gonna go to fucking <laughs> Land O'Lakes or Newport Richie or, or or Bradenton, and 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 you're you you call yourself a Lightning fan most of the time, unless the Blackhawks are in town. Go fuck yourselves. You live in Tampa I Bay. Support that. your local hockey team. Or wear that jersey the whole time. Yeah. Or wear that jersey the whole time. Just stop with this bullshit that, like, oh, I'm only, a, you know, I'm. You know, that, you know that, like, Homer meme about him receding into the bushes and then coming back out with a different jersey on? Yeah. Like, Genius. that's that's pretty much how the second half and the third period goes for the Lightning. Yeah. I remember uh, back in 08. sucks so much. When I w- watching the Rays in 08, Steve Dumag for 620 WDAE, he had a commercial that aired on Sun Sports of him. Like it was uh, it was him and a couple of fans with uh, with Rays shirts on. And he's like, he's like, what is this? Like, look, he, he lifts up their shirt and there's like Yankees gear under it. He's like, you got the Yankees gear under your shirt. You're just going to take it off in the eighth inning when you, you know, when they're winning. And, you know, get out of here. We don't need you here. I was like, that was a beautiful commercial. Like that was, was good stuff. I like that kind of stuff. I think I think a lot of times it's misguided uh with the sticks of fire and with guys like Dumeg, but when when they hit it, when they hit those like those chants. Well those those are fans. Like fans. I understand that they have a, a voice uh, per se in this area, but you know, say what you want about Dumeg, but he's a fan. He is. I gave him shit today because we, we had that we pulled out that Corey Dickerson trade. And I, I switch over to DAE because I, I usually listen to 102.5 and I switch over to DAE to like see, you know, I just want to hear people talk about it. And he's talking about golf. I'm like, oh, God damn it. You're talking about <laughs> golf. fucking golf. Okay, goodbye. I'm, I'm listening to Drew Garabo for the rest of the fucking afternoon. Goodbye. <laughs> like that's all, that's all that's happening. Yeah, that's the chance I give them too. It's like, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, I don't give a shit about this. Bye. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. All right. I'm done. Good, good, good. Everybody, good. Everybody did well tonight. Good stuff. We had some text. Yes. Kyle, where can everybody find everything that you do? Okay. Still, should I say? Yeah, what can I, what can I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
I'm only on Twitter now, I guess, since uh, I'm looking for a new home. So if you can, uh, anybody can find me a new home to. Uh, yes. Anybody uh, listening to the Bay has a job lined up for Barber. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll help facilitate here. Oh, for Christ's sakes. You, you were getting paid at 18 years old to write an article. You're going to be way <laughs> bigger than we'll ever be. So. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you help us out? Yeah, help another, us out. I have a buyout. I have a buyout check coming too. Yeah, don't forget. Oh shit, son. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to terminate my contract with nine months left on it. Okay. Look, don't forget us when you're a nationally published writer, and we'll have you back on the podcast, and you know, get, uh, we'll get two thousand downloads. You know, you know what my goal is. You know what my goal is. Well, good. When you're the GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't forget too about much us. Pressure. I don't need. I don't need damn. Uh, or I don't need damn. Uh, lightning fans coming at me like hey remember when you used to go to games all the time i knew you like yeah that yeah we fucking suck and i hate you like oh yeah that we fucking suck and I- <laughs> yeah yeah i'll go i'll go uh be the gm of like uh damn columbus or something <laughs> like awesome. all right they already suck so yeah fuck it you got a couple pieces so i'll have a little bit of a longer leash yeah. awesome cool oh, so fun uh, you can of course follow Kyle at uh, at Kyle underscore Barber nine, right? Is that right? It is. What it is? Oh, uh, just K underscore. Barber oh, K nine. K underscore Barber nine uh, on the Twitter machine. Uh, of course, you can find all of the the podcasts that Nick and I do at SharkDropper dot com. That's www.sharkdropper.com. We do what is it? Ten? Ten to pet? Eleven now. Eleven. Oh shit. Uh, I won't sit here and explain them all to you. You can go to sharkdropper.com if you're interested. If you if you like what we do here and you want to hear a little bit more of that, you go to sharkdropper.com. And in fact, uh, this week, this Sunday, we're doing Shark Dropper episode 100. We're going to have a live Ooh. audience. And we're going to have like all kinds of guests. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Uh, so Shark Dropper 100, that's coming up this Sunday. And uh, my Super Bowl party is coming up next Sunday. So uh, yes. if any of you guys listening want to attend, uh, go ahead and, and Talk to me on Twitter, and I'll, I'll send you my address and come Go hang ahead out. With PM me. him. You can hang out with us and drink, and we're gonna get some beer from from three daughters and all that shit. Uh, if you want to support us in any kind of way, go to sharkdropper.com. Next to the home button, there's a Patreon button. Uh, you click on that, and you can uh, download the "A Little While with Kyle" episodes that I do. I just <laughs> I said. Uh, accidentally stumbled upon stumbled on it last night me just ranting into a microphone just fucking me me myself and i oh man I'm good a, stuff I'm, though i love being I, every t- you know it's funny every time i look at my bank statement and it says you've or actually it's a paypal every time i get a notification like you've donated one dollar to patreon i'm like sweet i did a good thing, <laughs> I did a good thing. yeah it's a dollar and I gotta ask Kyle first for those people out there that are, are on the fence about donating patreon do you miss that dollar Exactly. I, mean, I, I just look at my, like, oh, there's a dollar taken out. Okay, cool. It's like, where did that go? Oh, I know where it goes. Oh yeah, it's my buddy right there. He fucking he's doing his thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, yeah, a dollar to it's, you. It's it's awesome. It's just a dollar, and you. It's like, all right, you love listening to what Kyle and Nick do. It's like, and they do a really good job. They're really good at what they do. So just it's a dollar. It's twelve dollars a year. It's Ooh. not, it's not yeah. that big deal. Oh, yeah, the twelve dollars a year. Not us. Oh shit. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Yeah. Seriously, that's all. That's all. It's all you need. And then we, I'm, I'm putting extra content up on that site and Patreon. So there, there is a little bit of incentive there for you to to donate. So if you feel like doing that, you can do that there. So that is it. That's it. Rate review on iTunes. Rate review on iTunes. Feel like that. Feel like doing that. So five stars. 
Uh, thank you to everybody that's in the live chat right now. Andrew Katzman, Anthony Strike Twice TB, Stephen Dole Whips, uh, Derek's in here. Derek, Derek Chappell from Oversell Podcast, and uh, there's Stephen. Uh, there's a there's a plus one. All right. There's a plus one elsewhere. I don't know. Whoever for, forgetting you. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it for this week. Thank you to Block Talk Radio for hosting us. Thank you to Audible for supporting us. And that was Word of the Bay for this week. I am Kyle. I am Nick. And who are you, Kyle? He's, he's Kyle. He's Kyle. I'm, I'm Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And we'll see you guys next week for the Super Bowl show. The Super Ooh. Bowl show with Jonathan. So we're going to have a, a big Super Bowl preview show. We're going to go long again. We're going to have to talk about football for a while. Yeah, we did not talk about it on this episode for a reason, because next episode, Super Bowl. So see you next week. Bye. seconds till shark trout. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. The following podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.